podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Touchline Fracker. I am joined by two of our founder members. Uh, it's been a while, guys. I can't remember the last time I was on a pod with either of you, actually. So it's good to see you. Good to, good to see you both well. Dems, how you doing, mate? I am good, man. I'm good, man. Uh, I've, been, I've been very well, bro. Oh, well, no, 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 Madrid, no. No, 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 Madrid. <laughs> We'll get into that. Don't, don't you worry. You haven't forgotten who you support, mate. <laughs> that, was, that was early still. That was early. Mm, okay. And Dr. Leroy, how are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Not bad. Good, good. It's a bit hot. Uh, a bit hot, but yeah. We, 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 we can't complain. So before we start, I have to do the usual and plug all the socials. So obviously our Discord community, we've got to have a thousand members by now. It's popping even more so due to uh, the new interest in the NBA. The next episode of Courtside Fracker will be out by the time you're listening to this podcast. So if you uh, enjoy talking anything football, basketball, I know there's like an MMA fighting space as well, game space, all sorts of discussions going on there. Of course, got the Discord Lives, which have been very popular. Sign up to our community. Obviously, for those of you who want to see us, don't know why you would, but for those of you who want to see us, we've got the YouTube <laughs> channel. All the club pods are on there as well. And Courtside Fracker is on there as well. So sign up watch subscribe as well come on man get our subscribers up and finally we've got the patrons patrons for every single cup pod that's mocha cop and fracker chessy hour and touchy gunas and we've actually got a patreon for the main uh, pod as well so we're gonna start putting some more content up on there actually um with all that being handled let's get straight down to business so the champions league is back unfortunately Dr. Leroy, Arsenal aren't in it, so you won't oh, be caught. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, won't be caught. Cool. I don't even care now. That's why I asked me about the next five years ago. Hey, yo, hey. Oh, nah, bro, that was so surgical, fam. Oh, oh mate, I live for it. Um, obviously, that's why I did it, so you won't be able to comment on your own team, but it's been quite a few good games, I, I think. Um, but we're going to start 
with uh, Manchester City's game. Uh, they played a certain uh, team from Madrid. First of all, I don't think you've been on since you won the league title. So first of all, <laughs> talk about the, the, the league title and then talk about what you thought of your performance against Manchester City. And a certain man. Well, uh, well, first of all, Alan Madrid, you know, uh, another league title. Um, I can't lie, this, was, this one was unlikely still. I didn't expect... Um, I didn't expect Real Madrid to win the title this season because, bruv, the way last season went, and just how with the lack of investment in certain areas of the team, which to this day still need it, um, I was actually very surprised with um, the way they won it. But they just won it based off a very strong defence, man. Like, the amount of clean sheets they kept towards the end. Um, Courtois, back That's to quite his ironic. That's actually quite ironic, but continue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Courtois, back to his best. Uh, Benzie. Family man, just fired man to the title. Ramos scoring bare goals and that. Um, yeah, man, it was nice. But honestly, going into this um, the city game, yeah, I didn't really have any any expectations because for me the title was done from the first leg. Like, um, for me, it's clear that City are better side than Real Madrid. Um, they have better players. They, they, it's just their time right now in comparison to Real Madrid. I think their squad's past it. Um, I think like, there's a lot of players that um, just need to be replaced. There's certain areas of the team that needs to be refreshed. Name names. And name. um, even yeah, well, I, um, I, I, I want to hear some names. Does Hazard need to be replaced? Let's let's start there. Um, I think Hazard. No, I don't think Hazard needs to be replaced. I think he needs to just like flip in, get in the gym, lose some mm. goddamn weight. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping hell, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Was that 130, 130 million big ones, and I think what you have to give Chelsea 15 mil because you won the league, right? Yikes! Uh, yeah, apparently. Boy, and um, yeah, I think I think with Hazard, he just needs to he needs to like get to know the team. But it's like the way they play, the way he played at Chelsea, obviously he knew the whole thing was based around him in the sense that you know whenever he's available, people get the ball to him, even even if he's not available. Isn't it? Obviously, at Madrid, it's not like that. He has to. He has to kind of earn um, that sort of relationship with the other players, isn't it? So I think he just needs to gel in, um, get more comfortable uh, living in Spain and all that sort of thing there. And hopefully, with more trust from um, from Zidane, then I think he I think he can still turn it around, isn't it? And uh, but yeah, beyond that, um, Van Bell. <laughs> Man is he's, taking, he's taking the mick. Do you know what's so he's funny about it? 600 bags a week. And <laughs> That's I don't crazy. Him, That's crazy. That. I, I don't know why they gave him that sort of contract. That was crazy. How, 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 how many years ago did he sign that one? Bro, I think he signed it in like 2015 or 16 or something like that, mm-hmm. man. And he's trolling. So, uh, he's trolling. It's, it's the, oh, the trolling is killing me. Club. Res- I respect you know, it. He doesn't give a but shit. He's, get, he's getting disrespected, isn't it? I think, I think he's getting disrespected. I, I don't know what it is with him and Zidane. I don't know what it is, but that seems like a peak relationship, fam. But, um, I mean, you need goals. Yeah, and but, I think even now he still gives you goals. I think... I think he might as well play him, bro. Like, if, if he's not going to leave and no one's going to come in and buy him and pay him the wages that he's on and they don't want to pay him off, play him, bro. He's still better for him. Like, he's still, what, 30? He can still do, like, mad things. Um, but also, up front, um, Benzema, I feel like we can't just rely on him as the sole goal, um, goal source in the team, bro, because, A, he doesn't score enough goals. Um, unfortunately, like, it's, it feels harsh to say that, 
because he's done so much towards the end of the season, but he still doesn't score enough goals. Mm. Um, I mean, you're, to be you're the only. To, you're used to Ronaldo, um, isn't it? And that's man, I'm, I'm, 50 I'm, goals. 50 a season, bro. 50 a season. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, and then there's the midfield, um, Modric, still good, but damn, he's like 35, 36. It's time to replace man Casemiro. He had a stinker. Oh, he had a stinker. He, I know you saw so that comp. Bad, I know you saw that comp. I saw it, bro. Like, he was terrible. He was terrible. And um, uh, I think we need another midfielder that can, like, a box-to-box player. I think Valverde can be that guy, but um, another one as well, bro. We need another midfielder, like a top one. Okay. Um, Who are you thinking? Name names. Yeah. Um, boy, name names. You know what? I would love... I'd love, you know, I'd like to get Thiago, you know. Yeah. I'm hearing that he's available, but I don't think he's going to come to Real Madrid with his. Obviously. We'll, we'll touch on Thiago in a bit, so we'll, we'll leave that for now. But yeah, um, cool. Um, Leroy, what were your thoughts on the game? So I thought it, it was a bit of a weird game. I think Varane had a complete shocker. Like, oh my God. I, I haven't watched La Liga this much because it's not been on the sky this year. But I'm used to Varane being pretty solid. Good 1v1. Not really mistake for him. But what was he on? I don't know. What, what was happening with him today? Bro, it was madness, man. That was insane. It's like, the, the, literally, the mistakes directly led to goals. Like It was like, it was completely his fault. He owned it after the game, but bloody yeah. he didn't have any but, choice. Was, but, he didn't have any choice but to. How do you guys think yeah. City played outside of that? I it's different. Um, what, what I was going to say, because when you concede goals like that or give away goals like that, it, it, it shapes the context of the game. So mm. when they gave away the goals like that, I thought City were pretty decent because they're comfortable. They're in, they're in their comfort zone. They can go through the gears and stuff. So I thought City were okay. I thought they were okay. There was a few hairy moments and Real did really started to come into the game later. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty comfortable. I thought City played pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I agree. I feel like um, the mistakes did very much just like... It just it affected the game so much so that the game was lost in it. Like, that's pretty much... Once he made that first mistake, it was just uphill from there. But Benzema scored and they came back in a little bit. And I feel like there was a couple of opportunities where Benzema probably could have... He probably could have scored more goals. But, um, yeah, overall, City, um, they were the better side. They deserve to go through. Um, it was a shit way to lose in terms of the mistakes and that. It was dead, but um, yeah, man, look, they were the better side. They went through. Robert did need to find a way to invest or maybe blood some of these players that they got out on loan and just try and change the makeup of the team. Is the damn staying? I don't know. If Why would he leave? Still, Why do you think he's going to leave? I don't know. I've just, just been hearing and reading some things saying that he's, he's looking to leave um, because the investment might not be there. Um, in terms of getting players that he wants in it, him and Mbappe. Did you see them talking? Did you see them talking after the game? Listen, they give me two hundred million or I go. <laughs> no, no, I asked them for two fifty or I go. Do some bloody coaching. Do some bloody coaching, man. The hell? I know. Now you know. I, you know what? Zidane, I, the football, yeah. I'm not happy, man. Like the players. That, you know what? No. I, you know, the, the players that, that Madrid have here, yeah, the midfielders that they have, the way they play football is so tepid, fam. Like, in the beginning of the game, yeah, the way they were just passing among, um, along the back line, yeah, I was like, 
what are these men doing, bro? Like, they don't know what to do. There's no, there's no structure. Like, you know why that is? You know why that is? Freestyling. It's because Real Madrid have always been a freestyle football club. They've always been a club they have, bro, and on the quality of it, man. players. But when your players get old and they lose dynamism, you lose that side of the game. So when you lose They're dynamism, so flat, all, yeah, man. all the technical quality where they're passing between each other is still there. But you haven't got the things that turn the, the, turn the midfielders around, turn the defenders around, make the team run the other way, make defenders... Yep. Because you haven't got those attributes anymore, the bursting past people, the dribbles, the, the little shimmies and the, the little feints. Even the, the legs of someone like Modric. Exactly. He used to make some mad runs. It's, it's gone now, fam. So, yeah, so it becomes a bit turgid. So you've got... But the thing is, you've got a million players on your books that could change that. Mm. It's true. It's, it's actually true, it's but... Is he, is he going to play them? The guy keeps on sticking with his trusted team that won him all the Champions League. But even, like, bro. even if you wanted Galacticos, you've got enough talent in the squad. You could raise 200 mil overnight. Mm. No Facts. problem. If you Facts. told Ceballos, Odegaard, Kubo, Renier Jesus... Man has, man has Hammers rotting. Hammers is rotting at the club, bro. Wow. The crazy. guy's peak, you know. You could, actually, you could actually do something with Hammers in your team, bro. But... Where so many good players are being frozen out, and I just, I just it's all mad, man. Ooh, I don't know what's happening at that club in terms of um, investment, but I feel like it's certain peak. players I mean, before I, it. But I understand it is a supplier sell, and why you're selling Akimi for forty million to to Inter. You're talking about probably one of the top uh, two or three right backs in the world. Fantastic age. Obviously, you've got Carvajal, who's still at a good age, but the same way on the left hand side, you've got. Mendy and you've got Mendy and Marcelo rotating. Obviously, that's more so because Marcelo's older. You don't let a talent like Hakimi just go unless you're getting crazy money for it. And they didn't get crazy for that. It wasn't mad piece. It wasn't mad piece. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. 40, 40 is not mad, bro. Like, it may just be how peak your situation in, is. In COVID, in COVID times, yeah, 40, it's like, it's good. It's a, it's a good fee for a player that lasts come up through the academy in terms of business is a good thing in that regard because you've got 40 million for a player that you've done nothing um, that you've spent no money on, on acquiring but how can you let that talent go bro a sensible club how? sounds rather how a sensible I, club I think so I've, you could probably get 40 for Carvajal on the market yeah. to be yeah. honest I mean you got your another you're right back for the next five to seven years yeah, that was a that was a crazy that was a crazy I still, one. I still don't I still don't understand this. Uh, you can't offer business, you can't offer Liverpool and buying money for Kimmich or Trent. There's not a price that you can offer them that they would sell him for. Mm. Crazy, crazy. Let's get on to one of the other games. Um, Juventus. Sad, <laughs> sad, sorry, gets sacked. That's a, that's the headline from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he chew the end of his cigarette like that? Like he's, he's a nutter. He's an absolute uh, nutter. <laughs> Definitely, he's definitely a nutter, bro. He's no, it's like the nicotine's not enough. He has to, he has to taste it. He has to grind <laughs> it down. Damn, the man is like a, he's, he's like a walking ball of tension, bro. He looks so tense all the time, bro. You see, with you see with them as well. They've been very poor since we came back. Yeah. Very, mm. very poor, and they've had quite Just a lot Ronaldo, of penalties. Quite a lot of penalties, and Ronaldo kind of carried carrying the team. Dybala's been very good as well, but they've been very mm. poor since they came back. So going into this game. I wasn't actually expecting much from them. But let's talk about, obviously, Ronaldo. Still 35, bruv. Still doing a madness. It's legend. Living legend. I don't know how Just. he's doing it. Because 
you can't, you can't stop him. the most threatening guy on, on the pitch. Crazy. 35 years old. And he's still... You know what? His pace, yeah. He's still got pace, bruv. Like, he can still run away from people. Yeah. Still athletic. Still jumping. It's like... It's, it's that, I think that leap might be the most impressive of all his athletic feats. Yeah, how that, high he's, he's able to get before. is ridiculous, man. And how long he stays in the air for as well, bruv. It's, it's insane, man. The guy, the guy's mental. Um, they've hired Perlo, who was the manager of the under-23s, for one week. So it's clear there's a trend which obviously started with Pep Guardiola going to Barcelona, but it's continued through Zidane, Lampard, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Arteta, you can say, too. Um, what do you guys think of the signing? Is it a big risk? Like, he has no credentials, essentially. Nobody, um, and obviously, bar, bar Ole... It seems to be like midfielders who get like technical midfielders who get the job. Wow, because you're a technician, you see the game, and that means you're gonna be that means you're gonna be a great that means you're gonna be a great coach of players. But what are your, your thoughts about Juventus? I guess what happens for them next and, and that signing of uh Pirlo as their manager? To be honest, I don't know has Pirlo actually done any coaching? Not none that I know of. Honestly, apparently he's got the under 23 job a week ago. This is what annoys me, yeah, is because I feel like coaching and playing are completely different skills. Completely different skills. You have certain individuals who have characteristics which they can use their knowledge of playing and transfer to coaching and maybe get a fast track. But even like Arteta, Arteta was, he, he was often at Arsenal, just to speak for Arsenal's sake, he was often seen as a coach on the pitch. He was often talking about... Um, how uh, he he would speak to Wenger as a coach, and him and Wenger would have like a coach type talk. He was doing it under what, under eighteens or something like that when he was at the club. So he was doing his coaching there, and then he went away to City and obviously got that experience there as well. And even then, Arteta when he came in, the Arteta when he came in and the Arteta now is very very different. And this is what we were saying on the Touchy Goonies. He's actually improving on the job, and you can see it. He's improving rapidly, really really quickly. So. Yeah, he, he, he might be like a, a one-off venom, but most of the time, the best coaches have a, a, a track record in coaching of some, some description. And if Pirlo's got no track record in coaching, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a stupid decision. But who knows? Because when you're at a team like that and you've got the best club and you're winning the league every year, who, how much coaching do they need? Mm, it's more for, it's it's more for the Champions It's more for the Champions League. What are you going to say, Dems? Um, yeah, bro, I agree with everything that Leroy said, man. Uh, it was, it's so bizarre. It's like, it's bizarre, bro. It's like, what is, what? Pirlo? Like, since he's retired, I've not heard of him doing any um, coaching or, or managing, let alone um, coaching, bro. Because um, I swear he, he only retired, what, two years ago? It's not that so, long, two, three years ago, yeah. Yeah, bro, so I, I don't know, man. But, I'm not going to rule it out because anything can happen. Maybe, you know, a lot a techie, of the players... Because he's uh, a techie, deep-lying, intelligent yeah, recruiter, like. Because <laughs> he, he can still get involved in training and, and, and ball out. Maybe, and then the headlines you know, would be like, he's, he's the best player in training. He, he, he's oh. still the best player out there. Oh, God. Have you not seen... There's always that video. There's always videos of Zidane just doing mad stuff in training. Just like yeah. casually doing mad stuff. And then all like... Setting it for the players like he's playing as well, bro. Yeah, he used to set it for Benzema <laughs> for his shooting practice. And at Swansea, 
with Loudrop, they would net every game without fail. The commentators must mention how sick as a player he was and how in training he's still the best player. And he stopped training with them because it was a bit demoralising for the players. And it's like, just, just vibes, just vibes. Like. Well, that's what Zidane's where every time I watch him training, he's doing no tactical coaching. He's literally just vibes, right? Lads, small sided game and shooting drills. Small sided game and shooting drills. Rondos and shooting drills. Making everyone practice their free six seasons now, bro. Wait, his CV. Let's speak on his CV real quick, Zidane, that is. So he's got two league titles, two league titles, three Champions Leagues, two Club World Cups. Um... Why, like you said, he, he's not, he feels like he's not getting the support that he, he wants. He could retire, and that's one of the great, great managerial CVs already. Um, it's tr- like, his CV is insane, like, as a manager. Because well, how long have you been ma- managing for? Uh, what, four and a half? Four years? In terms of, like, if you, put, um, if you were to, like, make the trophies relative to the time that he's been managing for, you probably won't find anyone that's like been more more successful in their first four years of management. But um, boy, I just think the club ain't got no money, yet and he, he wants money, man. He wants Mbappe, bro. Well, he's got a lot of talent, man. He's got like like Zero <coughs> said, he's got a lot of talent to work with, and if it oh, means he's got talent that needs guidance and actual coaching, mm. if you give, show us what you're made of. If you gave that Real Madrid talent, like if you brought back all the players they got on loan looked at the young talent they've got and gave that to a really good coach. Maybe what, like Poch? Of, yeah, maybe, yeah, like Poch, but maybe, I'm not sure that the, the profiles, because he likes runners, I'm not sure the profiles really match. But a, a really good tactical coach, maybe put a, a few big heads, you've got a few top heads in the spine, like your Benzema's, your, your Ramos's, um, you keep Cruz around. Um, I, I think they can still do well. I think they could do well with the right yeah. coach. Agreed. I, fam, agreed. I, I agree with you completely, fam. Like, you can't have the likes of Paul, Vinicius, Rodrigo, Asensio, Odegaard, um, all these men. You can't have all of them and then be like, oh, you've got no prospects, bro. It's just about, are you going to get them on the pitch and are you going to, like, play them and develop them? Or are they just going to be chilling and getting scraps here and there and then they're never really going to develop, bro? Odegaard is balling out, and apparently you don't want to uh, put him on loan or I sell him. I think he's got another year. I, th- I think he's got another year um, at Sociedad. I think it's a two-year loan. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I think crazy. He's, he's been one of the best midfielders um, in Spain this year. But when well, you watch, if, if, if he can consolidate that and and get to another level, then come back ready to just go straight back in. Then you know, like Carver Howard, that could be a great um, a great loan. But when when I watch Odegaard, I think he's mental. Like. Mm-hmm. You know when you look look at a young player and you think, nah, you're nuts. Like when when I actually mm. watch football, Sociedad play really good ball, by the way. They play really, really mm. good ball. Especially at home, you, you, you're looking for a bad day if you go. <laughs> but um, Odegaard stands out like a sore thumb. He looks unbelievable. I think, in my opinion, in terms of young midfielders, he's top three. Top three. Oh, like that. I think okay. Odegaard. Him folding and who? Huh? Him folding and who? Him folding and probably. Kai Havertz just, if I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying. That's cool. a solid... That's well, no, a solid no, Zaniolo. Huh? No, Zaniolo, the Roma. Them, them three are, in my opinion, from what I've seen, a level above Zaniolo. Ooh. Okay. I'm not going to argue gonna be great. It's going to be great Foden, to watch their Foden careers. Foden is nuts. Foden's the best. In my opinion, 
sit here like slutting after our slutting after this player that and the thing is, he's starting these games. You know, he's another one. I've got to give him a shout out, yeah. Bro, that that was a very high-level football match in terms of, for someone of his age, um, having been where he's been in terms of just like on the, on, on the fringes, to just come in and start that match and play the way he did, yeah. I said, yeah, this kid, the guy... He's, against he's, a top, he's, a, he's a top-level player, bro. Oh, yeah, I forget he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's quality, man. He's quality, yeah, yeah. Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts, low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Cool. Uh, next game I want to get to is the buy-in for Chelsea 1. Um, Meads and Dan, for some reason, were busy they had other things to do um just give me a second just want to play this really quickly so i'll just play that again just in case you guys didn't hear that cool so that essentially was the high point of chelsea and meads's night um chose he still refers to it as a goal by the way chose goal against bayern munich um, that was a slapping. That was a massacre. Um, yeah. Dems. Nah, nah, nah. Away. I need to say something. I need to say something. <laughs> Come on. Certain man for Come many, on, many bro. years, many, many years, when yeah. obviously Arsenal be getting slapped up in the Champions League differently, yeah? Certain man always say, never my team. This is a disgrace. You're an embarrassment to England. Blah, 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 blah. But oh. when certain man's teams get slapped up like that, they're silent. Mm. I didn't hear nothing. I, they weren't even angry. Like, they weren't even angry, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, kidding. They were just like, fine, so... Just vibes! Your team's your team holding seven and it's just vibes. Bob, just vibes. They're in the Champions League for vibes now. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I just, I just need a little bit of consistency here. So, is it an embarrassment or our team just better than you? Like, what, what is it? Which one is it? Um, I think for you, Leroy, over the last few years, You've actually seen the tables turn somewhat. Not necessarily the Arsenal, That's imagine, you know? but all the things that everybody used to like get onto you guys about. Yep. It slowly happened to their clubs, and yep. the energy, the energy Everyone's isn't the same. It's not the same now. at all. The, ed- the only problem, obviously, because they can always still go, oh, but we're better than you, and because of that, it just means when you try and have these discussions, it's like, yeah, yeah, you got a point in it. Like, what? What do you want from us? Do you want our blood or something? But nah, yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's, I would like that still. <laughs> Talking about the game, um, Dems, what, what did you think of the performances of the two sides? Oh, uh, man, hey, Bayern, just, they, they just copy and pasted what they did to uh, Chelsea um, all those months ago at Stamford Bridge, man. They just panned them, bruv, like, just battered them. You know, there were, there, were, there were, like, you know, small spells where um, Bayern kind of went off and then Chelsea were, you know, pushing. Um, I'm just going to say that just to be diplomatic. But, um, you know, overall, um, Bayern, oh, gosh, the, the, like the level. And, you know, I want to I wanna bring something up. Um, what you would? Earlier on, when, before the tie kicked off all those months ago, yeah, uh, I said that, the golfing quality between the two squads was stark in it. 
Bayern Munich be much better than Chelsea. People like Dan and Lewis, they said that Chelsea's squad is not that much uh, worth off than Bayern. Actually, they said Chelsea might have a better squad than Bayern. And look what happened, bro. 7-1. Yes, they conceded it, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, I'm done. If you were doing a combined 11, how many Chelsea players would get in? Um, let's start. Let me think about this. So, left back, no one is buying. Um, centre back, no, no one is buying. Um, right back, right back, buying. <laughs> um, centre mids, Kovacic, maybe, maybe. Kovacic and Thiago, I'll, I'll probably go that just about if we're using Kimmich at right back. Cool. Um, let's just let's be nice. Let's give them. Let's give. Let's Wait, give them. No, no. No, 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 Kante, yeah? Or one of the two, Kovacic or Kante alongside Thiago. We'll give him one. We'll give him a freebie. Cool, um, I'm having Muller at 10. I can't lie. Bruv, yeah, of course you are. Play, Let's talk I'm about... Okay, there's a few players I want to talk about. Finish this 11. There's a few players I want to get you lots. Thoughts a left, left. Out wide. What, what, what are we going? Oh, Pulisic might get in, though. <sighs> he might, you know. We've you got know, Nabil. Are we, are we including Sane or not? Oh, wait, Sonic, no, fuck Nah, forget Sane. it. Sane, <laughs> Sane, Nabry, and Lewandowski. <laughs> wow. So, Kante also, Chelsea get one player in the combined one 11. Player. That's lovely. Oh, um, yeah, keeper, I forget it. Yeah, for, forget oh, yeah, it. Um, we'll, and we'll post that on the account just to get you lot's um, thoughts um, t- t- tomorrow. So, like I just mentioned, there's a few players I wanted to talk about, get you guys' thoughts on. Um, first one being Thomas Muller. So, um, Dems, I know you're, you're a student of the game. Leroy, you're also a student of the game. And we've watched Muller almost have two careers. Two yeah. careers. I think, it, I think for me, it goes down as a legend of the game, really. Um, I want you guys to talk about who he was, who he is now, and just some appreciation for, for his game, basically. I, I'll let you um, kick it off, Dems. Yeah, man. Uh, Muller, I, he's peak. Because when he started out, um, earlier on under, was it Van Hal? Um It was like a sort of second striker, just quite an auxiliary forward in the sense that you could play across the forward line or um, right up front as a striker or a second striker. And he relied very much on, on his running power, um, his very good first-time finishing and um, just great, great movement. And just like quick little um, one-twos and stuff like that. Nothing to... Nothing too too heavy with the dribbling or like the individual ability or the create the um, creativity in terms of um, like through balls and that. So that was him earlier on, and he used to score a lot of goals. That used to be really important. He always used to he seemed to always arrive at the perfect moment to score goals, like Champions League finals, um, international tournaments, you name it. He's done it on every single level, wasn't it? Yeah, the um, role. What he used to the the round the round the round. Something like that, the Space Invader or the Space Investigator. Space Investigator, yeah. And they named that shit after him, bro. That's how Pete was when he was playing earlier on in his career um, as a forward. Now, um, I feel like because he's uh, physically probably not as quick as he used to be, um, or maybe he's just trying to save his legs, bro. Um, Everybody always spoke about how intelligent he was back in the day. And I feel like now, um, you're just even seeing a different level to that in the sense that now he's just like this 10 that's floating between the lines, just creating havoc 
any position on the pitch um, and his passing in terms of how he creates for other people, I think he's, he's actually improved um, in that regard because some of the balls that I've seen in, in just these two matches um, against Chelsea, he's actually just been putting on um, clinics, passing clinics, man. Balling out, out of control, um, creating chances at will in many different ways, bro. Like running in behind, cutbacks, um, through balls over the top, crosses, um, one-twos, pulling um, people out of space to make um, create more um, lanes for other people. He's been doing it all, bro. So, um, yeah, man, the evolution of Muller, for me, it's fantastic, man. Um, Leroy, anything you want to you wanna add on that? Um, so I agree with most of what he said. So I've never been the biggest Muller fan. He's not my fan. I know. <laughs> he's not my cup of tea. I'll get, but I have to give him credit where credit's due. So like you said, he's kind of... The evolution of Muller over time has been really interesting because he was very, very much an off-the-ball player. Third man runs, um, sniffing out goals, good finishing. But I think even back then when he was a young player, when he burst onto the scene at that World Cup or European Cup, whichever one, um, you got to tip, you tip your hat to his football and intelligence because that was evident and that, that was clear as day. And I feel like someone to have such a fantastic understanding and game intelligence of all the aspects of attacking play, you have to respect that. And like you said, he's got to go down as a legend of the game. But where I feel like either he didn't show it before or he significantly improved is his technical level. Because at the moment, <laughs> is looking mad. Like, and, it, and it's crazy because it's, it's something we say is that once you're like 16, 17, that's it. Technically, you are who you are. So for him to have supposedly, or from the looks of things, undergone this metamorphosis technically is staggering. But if we there was any... Cuss him for being scrappy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we used to, we used to ban him for like being a, like a dead baller technically, you know? Yeah. But technically, now, tech, first touch, use of space, um, use of the ball, passing, like, he, he's literally pulling the strings like a number 10. So you've got to give him all the credit in the world. But I think all of that really stems from his football and intelligence. That, that, that's yeah, he's, he's, uh, in, in his head, he, he's, yeah. he's, he's got a couple steps ahead of everyone. Full understanding of everything you need to be an attacking threat and an attacking player. And, um, yeah, we've got to give him credit for that. I mean, I still don't like him. He looks, he, looks, he looks funny to me, but... Yeah, but, yeah, respect for a legend. Um, the second player I wanted to ask about, um, Dems, and it would have been nice if Mies was here, was N'Golo Kante. So, you mentioned in the group that Lampard is trying to get Kante out. Um, mm. And that was met with derision by certain sections of the Chelsea Hour team. Uh, they actually laughed at you when Kante was chosen to start in a tie where they were already 3-0 down. Um, so, just wanted to get your, your thoughts on that. Kante's time at Chelsea, if you, why you think it's up, how he, and how he performed against um, Bayern Munich as well. Um, well, he had, he had a fairly decent game against Bayern Munich, to be honest. Um, so, credit to... Well, not credit, because he got pound for one but um, he himself can say, I played decent still. Yeah. Um, I, I think his time at Chelsea might be coming to an end because um, I think his style of play um, and the way Lampard wants, wants to play, I don't think um, they match up. And I feel like Kante, at this stage of his career, with what he's done and who he is, I think he should be starting every week, where, wherever he plays, isn't it? So I think he might not be happy with what I think is going to happen to him at Chelsea because they're trying to buy all these, all these players they're, gonna, they're trying to buy. Yeah? They're going to have to play. Where are they going to play, bro? What? 
and all of them were all going to play with Kante. Bro. Because they've still got, they've still got um, there's Kovacic, <laughs> there's RLC, uh, uh-huh. Barkley. Uh, I don't know what's happening with Jorginho. If Jorginho's still there, then there's still him. There's Mount. And there's Mount. And they want to get Havertz. Man, this man's trying to play Mount every single game. They've got Havertz. Um, they've got Zayat coming in. Obviously, he might be playing out, out on the right, but... Lampard is play like... 10, bro. Lampard's doing a madness. He's proper... You've got to play for the shirt, lads. We've got to have a big squad. You know what, you know what I mean? That's what he's like. <laughs> That's what you see. He's getting man playing for shirts, bro. You can't have a squad like bro. that. You can't have a squad like that. It's inefficient. You can't do it like that. It don't work nowadays, bro. It's Football like, manager not, stuff. That's what you see back in the days when it was Ranieri and that with Mourinho. Mourinho could do that. Mourinho would have a squad of like twenty something players. Um and bear them are good players that could all play like everywhere. Coming off the, but the bench all to there, win the big games. For the shirt. Mourinho convinced them all, yeah, do die for Chelsea, bro. And they would all come off the come off the bench and play like they're their, their starters, bro. But you can't do that nowadays, man. So I don't know. I think um, Kante. I don't see him as a, a definite starter under Lampard going forward. What do you man think? I think you raised good points. To be honest with you, um, he's trying to use him in this deepest role. That is a problem. <laughs> that is not where Kante plays best. And furthermore, it's not where he plays best. And furthermore. How he's playing that role means Chelsea cannot play to their best with him in that role. So they're stuck now. They're stuck. It's like shoehorn, shoehorn him into a role that doesn't show the best sides of his game. And also, this is affecting how we build up play. It's literally affecting how we build up play. I think this we said it a few pods ago. Even his body shape when he receives the ball means that he takes that extra two, three seconds to receive the ball. Then to, the, whole and down, bro. the space that was there when you received the ball is already closed. Gone. So, yeah, it's looking pretty bleak for him, man. It looks like Lampard just wants to ball out. Now, you know what? Lampard, I mean, it wouldn't, managers often play in their image, innit? Like how they play. Lampard loves their midfielders, like, like, making runs. He wants his midfielders to make a run. So look, when they played us in the FA Cup final, Mount was a menace. Menace. Third man runs, third man runs, third man runs constantly. Obviously, that was when playing in, um, in, with the back three. But when they play a three, I think he wants them making runs. So... He, he, he needs his, his two advanced midfielders if he's playing a single cricket to be effective in that final third. And if Kante's not particularly effective, even though he's fantastic at what he does, it doesn't suit what he's doing. So I, I could see him selling him. I could see him selling him to reinvest. Yeah. How much do you think I, they I get agree. for Kante? He's, what, how's he now? 28, 29? 29, maybe 30. <laughs> Tough, man. It depends. Because who, who really needs him at the moment? Because all the big teams have got a DM. That's why no one's going really for Thomas Partey. Yeah, he's 29, yeah. Not all the big teams have got their defensive midfielder, really. So, I, I don't know. So, because it, it all, all depends on where the market is. Especially in a COVID market as well. Yeah, so I, I That I makes it, that doubles down on it. We'll, we'll see, innit? I mean, he's been a fantastic player over the last half decade or so. So, mm. he, like you say, Dempsey just, serves just, to start each game. Yeah, I just think the way he plays, um, if your club doesn't have that sort of um, spot or slot for you in terms of like having that sort of ball winning central midfielder that you're not going to get a lot of attacking output but you're going to get loads of defensive if you don't have that slot for the player and you don't want to play that way then boy Kante is going to struggle man and like I um, like um, what's it called Leroy said and like you said earlier about what Dissu said you're going to see it in the them early them early phases of play bro that's why man you for goal fam Kante is going man 
Do you know who? Do you know, if it was a decent price, do you know who could use Kante? Mm. In your rebuild in Real Madrid, I would stick Kante as your ball winner, and I'd have a really techie deep line playmaker and a really techie AM, and just have Kante running around. See, if it was Kante, look, if we could put Kante next to Cruz, I'd be happy, bro. Yeah. So you have Cruz at the base, you have Kante just running around, winning the ball, and then you exactly. have someone... Oh, the guard. Yeah, yeah, bro. Literally, the players that we already have at the club, I would, I would be happy with that, bro. I actually would, because um, whilst I think Casemiro, I think Casemiro um, is like peak at what he does, it's, t- it's time for him to cut, man. Sorry, man. Every player... Like, it's a good like he had a stinker against it. He was taking the it mick, was man. So bad, bro. Like, but he he, he pleased for the shirt, bad. but he was playing like he'd been hung over the last week or so, man. Mm. But he will always come up with these vital blocks, which he, he he even did it in the game. But uh, if we could, you know what? If we had another manager that could structure it so that Cruz is in the first phase and then Casemiro's doing a Kante job, I'd probably be happy with that. But no, nah, man. I think Kante's got so much more energy. Um, if you are, yeah, and he closes spaces like like, yeah. a, like a demon, bro. And, and he he's kind of like worth one and a half men in that midfield. So it Facts. really, it really lets those technical players take over. The Play, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, bro. I agree. Or you could have like a flipping, um, you know, you said like a techie ten, like a Isco, bro. He's ready there at the club. Facts. The last player I want to ask you a lot about is uh, Thiago. Um, oh, yeah. 60, 60 minutes of brilliance. Uh, Leroy, what are your thoughts? I mean, we hear he's available right now for about 30 million. What are your thoughts on, on, on Thiago's performance and just Thiago in general? What happens next for him? Right. So, Thiago, I've always been a fan of Thiago's ability. But my problem is, in the big crunch games when I see him, he always gets bossed by someone with less ability than him. And I'm not sure if that's a mentality issue or... I don't know, but that that frustrates me. And uh, yeah, he just he just seems to really fall short of the final hurdle. But on ability, he's probably the most gifted technical midfielder in the world, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. When he plays like this, so when his team's on top, his team's better than the other team. It's literally it's a joy to watch because he he's ridiculous. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't publicise it, but in the TG chat, I've been like, you know what? Can we get Thiago for playing Melwa? <laughs> but obviously that's ambitious like you know that's very ambitious but um yeah masterclass yesterday ridiculous performance and those are the type of games it suits having Thiago so I would love to see him in the Premier League because I think he'd do very well but I think he'd do very well against the bottom 16 teams and I feel like if he's at a Liverpool when he plays a City I think he'll struggle because that's all I've seen from him. Or if he's a, a City and they're playing a United or a Liverpool, I think he falls short in those games. It's he's so interesting. It's so, sorry, what was the oh, last thing? Even, 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 if, even if Pep was, yeah, he is better than Pogba, by the way. Even, even if Pep was managing, you think he'd still do that? So what, would you have rather a year of Thiago performances or a year of Pogba performances? Thiago, easy. Oh, I'd Thiago, man. Easy. I'd rather Thiago go bully 16, 17 teams in the league because that's going to win me the Prem. Would you say Pogba's not bullying 16? How many teams is Pogba? Nah, Pogba, Pogba you know what? Pogba's going to turn up nah. in the game. Like, if he's on, on nonsense, on Vibes FC, nonsense, giving away the ball sloppy. or if he's Losing like, it on the edge of his box and that. 
Uh, or, or, or he's actually going to do something for the game and actually create and do Because some games, he'll do madness. He'll be mm. very, very creative. He'll be very influential. He'll be playing ridiculous passes. He'll be putting it on a plate time and time again for his teammate. And then some games, I'm like, bruv, are you drunk? Okay, so if Thiago's doing it 80% of the time, <laughs> how many percent of the time does Pogba do it? It's got to be 50. 50 50. I can't I lie, yeah. Right, I know you don't even disagree, bro. No, I might, I might, I might, I might, no, no, I might give him 60, but I wouldn't go any higher than 60. From someone that's spoken about as the best midfield in the world, yeah, or like one of, how can you be getting 60% of good performances from him? Center mid is not a position where you can, where you can perform 60% of the time, bro. That is, uh, like, everything goes through there, bro. You need to be quality. Eight times out of ten, not six or five. When he has a like, up, when he has a bad game, they stink. They, they are stink, bro. Oh. His technical, his, his technical oh. level drops. He starts making unforced errors, bro. He starts just holding mm. on to it too long because he, he doesn't know what to do next, bro. It's it's absolutely, good. he forgets how to play football. Literally, he yeah, bro. The, the mad excuses I hear. I have never heard so many excuses made for one player. So what? No, not more excuses for Ezel, no. Ah, uh, nah. It's <laughs> slightly more, slightly more, slightly more. Proper. But honestly, the amount of excuses that gets made for him, it's not right. Though. So yeah. I mean, I mean, you've been there. You've been there. You have a player that you know is a talented player. You know is almost like a linchpin for your club. And you know that you just can't quite figure out, or maybe you can figure out why they're not doing what they're, they're supposed to be doing. But in yeah. yourself, you try and find the good within everything they do. So even within a poor 90-minute performance, there'll always be that one or two moments of quality in it. But look, do you see when he did that? It's not enough, bro. I mean, you can, I mean, you can relate. You can literally, Leroy, you can relate to that. Of course, of course. I can relate to it. I can relate to it. I can relate to it. But I always, we, me and Dizu argue about this every, every month, at least. <laughs> I think like every couple of weeks, man. Ozil has, in terms of what he did in the Premier League when he came in from 2014 or whatever, outperformed what Popper done in the league at the same time frame when he, in the first, say, three years they were here. Um, I, I, we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll put that on the timeline tomorrow and we'll get a vote in. And I think it's comfortable as well. Comfy, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, get, let's get a vote in for that, man. Okay, for Surprise, we haven't. Uh, 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 now, nah, you, nah, you are the ones who skewed the polls. Come on, man. Uh, you know Touchy Gunas for real. Yo, I want to ask people, do you think Pogba has been worth his money since he arrived, bro? Of course he hasn't. You know he hasn't. I know even if it says he has. No, this he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's, I mean, he's fair in that regard. He's yeah, not fair. Because he does. Because he says he's worth it. Because this no, is. Would, would you buy him again for the same fee? And and that's how I would justify how much. Oh yeah. yeah. He does. He thinks he's worth it. Alright, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up to the next game. He's more about so. <laughs> yeah. The next but, yeah, game. KDB, KDB, Thiago, Verratti. Some are better than Pogba, man. Uh, okay, Pogba, no, he, didn't even, he didn't even play. I will t- we'll touch. We'll, we'll skim briefly over you. I'm doing Serena. I'm doing no, no, Nobody what, really cares. Pogba, he doesn't want to play for the club. <laughs> we'll skim briefly over the European because nobody really cares. But let's uh, finish with our final game. Uh, Barca 3, Napoli 1. Um, what did you guys think of that performance? Again, Messi still doing it. Like He's running on... He's doing it on pure, pure brilliance. Like His legs are gone, man. He's running he's on still, tubes. He's running on fumes and he's still dopping these guys. Um, what did you think, Leroy? I, I touch on Koulibaly as well. I mean, 
Shout out to Seb, because a while ago he said, listen, that's just buying Italy. And we laughed. We laughed at him. But again, my boy, my boy Seb, he's right, man. When he's right, he's right. And when he's wrong, he's wrong. And in this situation, he was definitely right. Nah, but you know what? City are going to still buy him for 60 mil, so we'll see. But yeah, Messi is Messi. Like Barcelona are horrible. They are a horrible football team at the moment. They, they are get very, very beatable. Very, very beatable. So um, they just don't look good. I, I feel like they've only really got a few players I'd keep at the Um So I like Frankie de Jong. I think he needs a bit of guidance, but I do like him. Underrated PMP there. But yeah, it's just Messi, Messi FC, man. Messi carrying them to another win. Another dub, but I think as soon as they meet a good team, they're going to get annihilated. Hey, yo, hey, nah, hey, Leroy, Leroy, seriously, I think they're going to get wiped, you know. If they, yeah, like, they're not they, good. They've got Bayern I actually thought, I thought, yeah, they've got Bayern, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're going to get, if Bayern Munich, unless Bayern Munich, like, you know, Take get stage fright, if they get stage fright or something like that, but. No, they man, they're going to they, stomp on them, man. They, that, that's what I'm thinking. They, they should stomp all over Barcelona, like the running. Even the football that they play, it's better, bro. Yeah. And the players that they have, the, the players are better, fam. Bayern have identified the right way to build a team for this generation because same with Liverpool. They've filled their team with PNP. They've filled their team with athletes who can play football. Like, look who can at play them. football, pass and run, fam. Yeah, look, I mean, and the thing is, one thing about Thiago we didn't touch on as well. That guy puts in a shift defensive. I was thinking in all my days. Tackles, he makes he makes follows he, runners. Bro, this is why he's better than Pogba, bro. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, leave leave him alone. He, he really, yeah. really puts <laughs> and 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 the thing is as well, Thiago's underrated tenacity and physically. So their whole team. It's so is, funny. It's just a good balance of mix of physical and technical qualities. Because he has that side to his game, yet he lacks that those balls, like you say, to to step up in the in the in the big games. And it's almost it, like I'd love to do a psychological study of Thiago. Like, why do you have that mental block? Where what is it about you? Is it maybe when you're at Barca and you're training with Xavi and Iniesta, they made you feel like a piece of shit? So you're <laughs> you're always you're always shook they to, made to stand up. With Thiago, I mean, I know a lot of people don't agree with this. It's when he's faces adversity. So when this team's on top and things are going his way, unbelievable. Fantastic. When his team is not on top, it just nothing happens. And I would expect him, like I would expect the top players in the world, you go and get the ball and you change the course of what's going on. You've got the ability to do it. You've got the ability to do it. But when he sinks into a hole, and um, yeah, that's that's what I see from Joe all the time. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cool. Yeah, so obviously Barca, they've gone through. Um, Napoli, yeah. Uh, Bali. Um, I mean, touted as, if not the best defender in the world top two, top three. Um, how stinky was the stink on that performance? Horrible, bro. Stench. I mean, Anyone I, taking I him? Watch it. I didn't watch it. Was it worse than Varane? Yeah. 
Yeah, and obviously like, Varane's is weird because it's weird because Varane. Yeah, it's like it's hard to. Varane was obviously worse, like two mistakes which yeah, lost yeah. your team the game. But in context, like it was like it was worse, like minute on minute from he the start to the okay. end. He looks, he looked like an absolute madman, and he's looked like that for the last few games as well. Like his reading of the game is wrong. He doesn't push up when he's supposed to push up. He doesn't drop deep when he drop. He's meant to drop deep. Like he gets wow. lost in space continuously. And obviously, we know in Syria that if you're coming over there with PMP, profit, net profit, uh, if, you're coming <laughs> o- if you're coming over there with PMP, you already have a leg up on the, le- the rest of the league. We- we've seen Lukaku bullying that league, Pogba bullying that league, Kouibaï bullying that league. But it, that, 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 that... You PMP, say Pogba bullied the league? Well, listen, Capello said it, innit? <laughs> Capello said it, innit? Physically, he was the most dominant player in the league, blah, 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 blah. But that allows you that gap in the other um, parts of your game, it kind of compensates and glosses over it. So it's interesting when you see these guys on this platform, on this stage, and yeah, it's Messi, it's Barcelona, they got Griezmann, they got the, the again, the ghost of Luis Suarez. Um, so it's not a shame for you to lose to them necessarily, but it's just the manner of his performances. It's not a player who's, what, 29, 30, who I'd want to be shelling 70, 80 million pounds on to, to, to sign him, to be honest with you. Um, so, now let's talk about who we think is going to win. So, obviously, Bayern are still in it, Barca are still in it, City are still in it, Lyon are in it, Atalanta are in it, PSG are in it, uh, Atletico Madrid are, are still in it as well. Am I missing anybody? Uh, I think that's everyone. I think that's everyone too, Governor. I can't look um, past Bayern. I can't look past Bayern to win this. I don't think I can either, to be honest with you. Like you say, uh, yeah, I think Bayern team. all round. Um, I think Bayern all round are the best side um, right now in terms of just the way from what I've watched. Because um, City were decent against Real Madrid, a better side, but they were decent. They weren't great um, because Real Madrid still kind of caused them problems at times. So with Bayern Munich, they just seem to have built a squad that's just like. They're just ready for pretty much any occasion. Like they've got big, huge centre-backs. Um, they've got ballers everywhere. They've got so much pace and power. Um, yeah, I think they'll steamroller um, pretty Leipzig much. Leipzig is still in as well. Leipzig without Werner. Oh, yeah. So wait, yeah. you see them man like Werner and Sane? Did they leave they their can't... clubs early or something like that? Well, they, did, they left for their contracts. Yeah, go on. Yeah, they didn't extend past you because obviously... Usually everything is oh, 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 oh. And they just said, nah. Yeah, obviously, Sane wanted to get out of there. Exactly. Sane wanted to get out of City. And um, for Werner, it was like, let me go to West London Blues, man. Just chill. Good vibes. Chill chill, my boys. Uh, keep yeah, man, I would have get injured playing for these jokers as well, bro. Yeah, exactly. Look what happened to Pedro in the FA Cup final. And you're not even going to win the Champions League with RBL as well, then. Yeah. That was probably his point. Like, it's not a team that has a good shot, so I may as well just go and start bedding myself yeah. in early. Cool. So, I think, yeah, you're, you're right, Leroy. It's very hard to, to look past um, fine with that. City um, still have a chance. Do yeah. you think they're the second-best team? Atletico have been strong since yeah. they've come back, man. Yeah. It's like, this is perfect for them. We don't want to hear no crowd. We don't want to hear nothing. We're just here to fight. <laughs> and once, once, after this stage, it, gets, it goes to one-off games, isn't it? Mm. 
I feel so like Atletico, Atletico can, can go One off game in a neutral, down. yeah. Atletico, quick, uh, quick header. One off game, okay. neutral stadium. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, this is this is dope for them still. Oh. Yeah. So, you know what? Dark horses, Atletico. Agreed, agreed they, completely. They can, they, they can do the, the one off game thing. They can do it as good as anybody that's left. Nobody feeling PSG, no? No. Uh, Kylian, is anyone injured? Starboy, Kylian Mbappe, injured. That, injured, I think he's come back. I think, and I, read, I think I read something about Verratti getting injured. Verratti too, he's done, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> They're done, they um, just a quick talk on transfers. Uh, Leroy, Willian to Arsenal. What oh, are you saying? Up, why are we going, why are we going <laughs> there for? Why are we going there for? Because we're talking about the most up-to-date yeah, man, news. I'll what do you mean? I don't, don't want to hear it, bro. <laughs> right, uh, now, nah, do you know what? Oh, man. Man, man, man. We have to... This... this <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, man, it's so hard for him to say. Delete, delete this part of the pod. Delete Delete it. Whole transfer stinks for me. It stinks. Now, I know we're broke. I know we have no money. Mm. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm. But signing William on a three-year deal at 32 years old on a decent amount of money, so he's going to, basically, we are Chelsea Retirement Club. They just come to collect their pensions. That's what it feels like. It stinks of agent favours. I mean, rumour has it that Mikel Arteta actually wanted him. But if he does, then I'm looking at him sideways. So I'm, I'm looking at Mikel, Mikel Arteta's business sideways big time since um, we've had Cedric Suarez, terrible signing. Pablo Mari doesn't look very good. And now, potentially, Willian. Should they all have the same agent? Yeah, they've all got the same agent. Apart from wow. one, we've got the other. Mary, Pablo Mari's agent is friends with Raul, but it's all here, oh. man. It's all here. The, street, the streets are saying Edu's eating defo. Yeah, it's hundred percent. Edu's dead. Edu at the petrol station. Bruh, Edu's got a bank in Panama. <laughs> with, like Arsenal FC is. Oh no, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just wow. it just smells because the thing is, even if if you if you had William like five years ago and this was really five years ago, I yep. still wouldn't be happy with the deal because he's still a bit too old. But mm. I'm thinking, I can see this. He's creative. He's athletic. He, he's going to do you a job. And, and because it's, shooters aren't really our problem because um, we've got a Bamiyan. So what we need is we need the creativity to actually get him the chances. Mm. But with, at his age... But he's a high-level technical player, though, at least. And he seems durable as well, man. He's, he's, this smells of Mickey to me. This whole transfer just smells of Mkhitaryan because mm. he's inconsistent. Chelsea fans are happy he's leaving. Yeah. Why, why are they all celebrating? That's always a good sign. Um, a bad sign, sorry. Yeah. When well, the fans I... are happy that player's leaving. Uh, Bilbao fans were happy Kepa was leaving, you know? Yeah. So, um, Man. Well, so, so we'll see. I mean, but don't you think you put William on the, William on the left and you put Orba up top, you're already a better team than you are now? Yes. But how, many, how, did, how many more points do you think it's worth? Well, yes, but for six months. Because another thing I think is, especially players who, because William's very physical, really good athletically, but players who rely on that, they tend to go out of a crash and they don't sort of decline slowly. So they kind of fall off a cliff at a certain point and then they're unrecognisable. We've seen it with Ozil, we've seen it with players like that. So I'm not sure how long William's got left, but he's going to have his big crash at our football club, which is just not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
can't quantify how well Willian's going to do in points, but for the first uh, months, he'll probably be pretty pretty good. Inconsistent, but pretty good. But then after then... What about, um, what about uh, Coutinho and that? Are you happy with the Coutinho? No, bruv, I don't want no Coutinho. I don't want none of them. None of them. Coutinho? A.K.A. Coutinho. A.K.A. Coutinho. Bro, did you watch Coutinho yesterday? Why? Nah. So much. Why? <laughs> Listen, listen, 10 years in academies, that cannot be what they what just let it go. F it. Like nothing's <laughs> gonna you got Messi, Messi there for one, two. You got Griezmann on the left hand side. Suarez is getting away from his marker. F it, let it go, man. Why not? <laughs> Who's it gonna hurt? Who's it nah. gonna hurt? <laughs> you know what? So I've got two problems with the Coutinho transfer. One yeah. is the, the wages is on is ridiculous. Yeah. Or three actually. Two how much is he on? So he's on like two fifty, I think, at Barca. Mm. What did that loan be like? Twelve million or something? It's a ten million. Like I'm hearing it's a ten million loan fee. <laughs> so ten. So if you think about how much it's costing you for a year's amortized for the year, it's a lot of money. So he's on silly wages. The loan fee is going to be ridiculous, and I feel like you can't keep buying these spent forces because, like I think Dan says it well, when you've had a player that's been to Barca or Madrid, getting them after is always a risk because they've been at the peak. How hungry are they, really? Mm. Unless it's a young player like a Dembele who's not worked out there and has got something to prove. Someone who's gone there in the peak of their career and is coming down afterwards when they're on the decline is really, really risky for a club like Arsenal. Maybe someone lower down where you really just could never get that quality. But it's just not good. So I, I'm not sure about his performance because he's not really... Um, obviously, Muller's played very well, but he's not really shown up Barcelona. He's gone to another club, Bayern Munich, so a second club in a weaker league, and he's not really shown up Bayern Munich. Alarm bells are ringing because he's then going to have to come back to the Prem and then, what, he's all of a sudden going to be spectacular again. But so, maybe he comes in and he does for you guys but what he did but for maybe, Liverpool. Maybe, maybe he's just mad comfortable here in England, isn't it? Maybe it's an environment thing. Maybe it is. Or, or maybe, I feel, maybe he needs to be the main man. And then the question becomes, how far do you get if Coutinho is your main man? But he, he, it's an expensive... Further than, further than where Arsenal are now. It's an expensive risk. There's, because if, if you told me Coutinho's coming cheaply, like he's coming on a 125, 150k and he's coming on a 5 mil loan fee, I'm taking it because it's worth the risk in it. But with that kind of expense and the same thing with the William expense, obviously we have no money, but we must have some money if we're doing those deals. If you worked them out on the amortized figure for the year, like I was, I was explaining on the Touchy Gunas account to someone. So if you work out the William deal from what you're hearing in terms of his sign-on fee, his, um, his wages, etc. And you look at the deal City just did for Ferran Torres, who's a young, exciting player. I think the Ferran Torres deal per year and the amortised fee, how you do it on the account, work out less. It's a no-brainer. It's just, it's just about being sensible with the money. Mm. I feel like we're throwing it down the drain. And it's more, what we try to do is short-termism. Buy over, sign up, Ozil to a big contract, get back in the top four. Look, the top four competition is peak. We need to not do that again, and we need to rebuild. We need to go and start scouting good players who, aren't, who are undervalued at the moment, and we can bring their value up. Like, that's why I like the Gabriel signing. Gabriel, yeah, talk to us about Gabriel. You're, you're quite big on him. Yeah, but he's not the finished article. So this is what okay. we're saying. He is not the finished article at all. He's going to make mistakes. He, he's a young defender who's, in a similar way to Koscielny, he's only really started his career at top-level football. He's not had that many games in the first team. But his raw attributes, the pace, the, the size, the, you could just see it in, like, when Varane came, yeah? Varane had problems, but 
you could see in 1v1 duels, he was incredible. In his, athletically, he was incredible. In aerial duels, he was incredible. Because when young defenders burst onto the scene, that's what they're good at. The rest of the defending comes with experience and time. But if you've got players who are literally bossing everybody 1v1, any duel they get in, they win it. That's always a very good sign. And Gabriel is one, I think, over 70% of his aerial duels and 70% of his ground duels. And he's only just come into the team and he's only played, what, 16 or 20 games or something like that, sorry. And how's he on his feet? So, how's he with the ball? So, with the ball, I think he's being overrated. He's been talked to like a ball-playing centre-back. He's got a decent, a decent diag, but that's all I see. He's reasonable on the ball. He's not bad on the ball, but he's nowhere near a ball-playing centre-back like a David Luiz. So, he's a very good prospect. But that's the type of signing you make because you coach him and you bring him up to the level and you sign him for 20 million or 18 million mm. Pound, that's the sign you want to make because it's relatively cheap. You don't go and buy Coutinho, who's, who's coming for another pension, or Willian, who's coming yeah. for a pension. Like, what's the point? It's just dumb. You're not going to get into, you might not get back into the top four. That's not a good gamble. Rebuild. Like, you need a rebuild project. Rebuild around Aubameyang because Aubameyang is going to. How shoot. does Aubameyang? He's 31, I think. So, how many more years do you think he's got in him? I think he's got at least three more years because he's not really out really yeah? of place. He's okay. not along his pace at all. And his numbers are crazy. Okay, I'd like to see it. Um, just quickly to get your opinion on a couple of other transfers. So firstly, Nathan Ake to Manchester City. It's about 45, 43, 45 million, I think. Um, what are your thoughts? That makes sense. Why not? One, I think he's too small to be a dominant centre-back at a top club in the Premier League. I, I feel like he's got height issues and his aerial jewels show that. Um, number two, I feel like Laporte is a left-foot centre-back. Why have they brought another left-sided centre-back? Unless he's brought him with cover. Um, doesn't really make sense. Um, I know he can cover at left-back, but it's a lot of money for someone who I don't see comp- coming into their first team, if that makes sense, and making a, a massive impression. I don't see him coming into the first team like that as well. I don't see him being... Um, yeah, OK, cool. Laporte, now Ake is here, we've got, I don't, I don't see it as like, yeah, we, we've got the partner for Laporte. I still think they need another player. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an unusual one. I can see the value in the sense that um, he's a homegrown player as well. I feel like um, uh, that, that's a valuable thing nowadays with um, all the foreign players, especially at a club like City with bare foreign players. Um, you kind of, even though he is foreign, but he's homegrown in it. Um, my football manager people out there, they know that one. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, he's a good player. He's quick. Uh, he can play a bit of football. Um, but yeah, like um, Leroy said, the aerial game, that's, you need that, man. Um, you need it big time. Um, and I just, don't see, I just don't see him being the guy that's going to start next to Laporte for the next five years. I just think he's just going to be a part of the squad. It's just an expensive squad player, really. And they played four million for it. Levels in it. It's it's. He was moaning when people called him Fraudiola, but boy, you're going forty million for guys to be on your bench. It is what it is. Uh, mm. And fi- finally, you mentioned him already, uh, Leroy Ferran Torres. Uh, it's Ferran Torres, right? That's correct. Yeah, Ferran Torres. Yeah. Uh, you've watched him a bit. What what are yeah. your thoughts on him? What do you think he brings to City? Is he like the, the Sane replacement then? So I watched him because I thought I was saying in a touch of Gunas Shadow. I thought it's something that we should be signing. Because, again, he's not the finished article at all. Um, I don't quite... Because I haven't watched him enough to know what level he is. Because what I was asking is, is he really a City level and is he going to go to a bigger club? Or is he the level down and he's going to come to a club like us? Um, or Everton or someone like that. 
So, or Tottenham. So, I'm not sure he's going to be the Sane replacement and come in in the first team and do really well because I've got doubts about his overall level. But what I know about him, he's good technically. He has enough pace. Um, he's probably going to have to build his body up and build up his core strength. Um, uh, he's a decent enough 1v1. So, he's got very, very good qualities and interesting qualities, but I'm not sure he's quite at the level for C. I'm, I'm not really sure. I think he should have come to a club like us built up from there and if he was good enough then he would have gone to City Madrid someone like that City have spent a lot on, on, on squad players in the last few days so spent a lot on squad players but I'm here another after Jao Felix I would love to see that I would love to see that Letty bought him for one, 107 was it? 126 so are they selling him at a profit? no they're not how much do you think they're selling for? he's been poor then and he hates Simeone. That football, man. I mean, but what did he think when he signed silly, it? Silly kid, man. Boy, uh, man was saying it beforehand, and certain man said he'd be fine when he was playing him left, left wing in a football <laughs> And we yeah. like, this is a crime against football, but... Certain man. Certain man. They know who they are. They list to this pod and they know who they are. Certain man. Exactly. Um, cool. Let's, let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Uh, a question from Rory DeGris. Um, given United's poor track record of developing and improving players since Fergie's retirement and their current playing style under Ole, do you think Sancho will develop as a player if he makes the move to United? Uh, start with you, Dems. Uh, I, no, I don't know if he will develop um, past the level that he's at. Um, the only way I can see that happening is if he goes there and he just steps up and he's the main guy, like, they look to him. Then maybe he can develop in that regard. But um, with Sancho's a, Sancho's a funny one because I think he's I think he's peaked. But I don't know. There's something. I think it's the lack of. There's a slight lack of P and P there that makes me feel like. No, I, I feel the same. It's like. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lie. Like you're a baller. You are wavy. I cannot like, lie. But I. The guy. The kid. No. Like the kid's sick. But, very good. Very good. Like. There's a PMP that he doesn't quite have, and I don't know how that's going to translate to the Prem. Uh, I feel like maybe if, if he was actually at City, where a team that can structure the pitch so that he can just be in a lot of situations that favour him, um, then he'd be great because he's he's great at making them runs in behind and like with the cutbacks and that. But um, where I think at Man United, he's going to have a, a lot of opportunities where he's going to have to beat someone. And I don't know how frequently and regularly he can do that here. Um, I could be completely wrongly. Eddie can just come here and embarrass people. Like, he's a one-on-one. Um, he's sick one-on-one. But actually, is he? Uh, sure. Statistically, gone. No, no, gone, gone. Statistically, he's not necessarily the best, and that's even in Germany. But his ability lends itself to being a, a problem one-on-one. Maybe it's the fact that he then sure. can't necessarily get away from his player because sometimes we see guys like. Of course, this is going to be an extreme situation. But Adama, there is no real skill involved. It's straight, raw, unfiltered, fresh, fresh PMP. <laughs> and guys don't even want to see that. And it's like, yeah, okay, great. You're great technically and you've got all this agility. Just blaze it past me, man. Cho sometimes, when Cho just gets it and he goes past his man, it's just that raw, 
These guys can't cope with it. And you see with a lot of Ooh. quality players on the continent, they come to England and that PMP, they, they can't they can't deal with it. It don't translate, bro. It don't translate. Um, but you know what? I'll give a hey, you, you panned a, a dama there for a little bit. There's a bit of skill in what he does, man. You know what? Just, you know what? With him, yeah. You know what's really impressive with him is the timing in which he makes his yards, isn't it? He always gets um, the opposing defender just when they're like resting a little bit, and then he's gone. But obviously, you know. His Why does he grease himself up with oil then? <laughs> Bro, I just oh, think that's oh, him. <laughs> I, I, I think that's for Instagram and like when he goes in, in Birmingham after. You've not seen the you've not seen the coach. Putting the oil on him. No, I have, I have, I have. <laughs> Nuts. I, I don't know what that is, man. I that's for babes, man. That. That's, that's, that's not for the that is, yeah? Nothing to do with football. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and what, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, so right, when I think of Sancho, Sancho is an incredible player. I think he's so good. And the thing that highlight that really sets out young players is the quality of their execution in the final third. Do they have that calmness? And do they have the quality to do things really well so the pass is perfect way the perfect direction like all of those type of things Sanjo has but it's again the PMP thing which I said and especially if you're going to play wide at the top top level of the Premier League and in European game that PMP is so important that extra five percent and that's what I doubt that he has and like Dem said so Man United and City are two completely different teams so Man United play a lot in long spaces so he's going to have to do a lot of long sprints um, look at how Rashford plays. Look how Martial plays. They've got to do a lot of long sprints. They Even Greenwood really, now as well, bro. Exactly. They don't really pen teams in and do what a City does, where it's a lot of short space work. Where I think Sancho would actually be um, all his skills and all his best qualities would actually be shown. So I'm not sure. Man so, so if he was coming to a team that played in the short spaces more, you'd be more confident yeah. in, that, in that signing. So 100. So 100. Obviously, Sancho is a great player, and I just question. For the, the value for money and the fit of the team, is he really going to be what they expect him to be? Uh, I'm not sure. 120 M's. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So you really want to be buying someone who's oh. going to be to the next level for that kind of money. And I'm not really convinced. I, you know what? I, I, do, I do think he'll improve their attack, though. I do, like, undoubtedly, um, he'll bring up the quality because he's by far the best decision maker of... of like, if, he, when he, if and when he joins... Um, like with Rashford, Martial, Green, with all of them, he's the best decision maker by far in terms of um, just picking out the right pass or making the right run or just making the right decisions in, um, in build-up as well. Bro. So he's, he's a far better player than, than them lot um, with that. I just, it's just a PP that I'm, I'm scared for him, bro. I'm scared for him, but yeah, man. To be honest, I, I want to add to I hope he does well because I really hope so too, man. We really need to see because of the type of abuse. I mean, we've been seeing online recently. Sancho has been obviously going with his type of people, from his culture, and and having a fun time when he's on holiday. And a lot of the English media they don't like it. And I'm thinking, what is there not to like? The only thing there's not to like there is the culture, and they don't like black culture. And that that that's it. That is it. So. For that reason, we, I need, we need to get behind We need him to blow. We, we need, need to, to blow, blow. again. They, they, they'll just use it against our people, again, as a dumb excuse. Our oh, blah, is not concentrated on... It's because of that, what, yeah, 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 yeah. the rap music. Shut up, man. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And, yeah, I mean, this is, what, this is why we're here. This is why we started Touchline, because that narrative needs to die. It's not dying 
um, quickly enough, in my opinion. Uh, he was listening to a few tunes and, 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 and the whole tweet. That's it, right, right off, that, right off his whole professionalism, just, his application. Is this the player that we want at our club? <laughs> what do you cool. think Rashford is doing when he, in private, bro? Rashford's just smarter than you. When, no, he's, not, he's, when he's not feeding shit. the youth of England, yeah. Facts. You know what I mean? Rashford just don't post his shit. He's smarter than that, but yeah, man. He knows the game, man. He's, he's well managed. Uh, got a question from Trans Wealthy One, uh, and it's more mainly for you, Leroy. What's your thoughts on the Zaha to Arsenal video? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> this is fresh. I, this is fresh. That I was released in the last hour or so. I, I think he's desperate. He, I feel like I don't say he was badly about because <laughs> they threw the bag in, bro. They threw the stick figure weekly salary. So, how, was, how much is he on now? Do you know? It's over. It's over a hundred. Mm. So Hard to turn that down, man. If, if you're from the board, you got to take that, man. It's life-changing money. But obviously, they, that's sent him out to a long deal. But then that freezes him out of getting his big move because he wanted to come back to the top level. Because no one's going to pay. He's not worth to the big clubs what he's worth to Palace. And it's just that's just factual. It's, it's not going to happen. So and then you add on that. I think we've got like twenty-five percent of how much they sell him for. So they almost have to factor that into the price. Okay account for the fact that 25% of this is going to Man U, we have to add that on top. So they say 80, and basically 80 means that they, they actually want 60 for him. Yeah. But no, they actually want 40, 20, yeah, 60. They actually want 60 for him. And because they're not able to do that, he suffers. Because I think 60 for Zaha, teams might go, mm, but someone would have been... Maybe a couple of years ago. Maybe yeah, some, years, some, some, how long has he in, been there in, now? In for COVID. like four or five years? This is COVID price. Yeah, and, it, and it's peaking. I mean, we've seen prices like 30, 40 million now. Not sure why it's suddenly um, taking st- such a steep decline, but... He's old now, man. He's how old is he, 29, 28? No, he's 27, going to be 28. But you're going to be... He's really on so, No, but he's already on big wages. You're going to have to go up then. You're going to have to give him a five-year deal. So that's his last big contract. Again... And I feel there must be something about Palace saying, look, you, you, you saved us 100 mil three times in a row by keeping us up. We'll let you go for a reasonable amount. But mm. he, just, he just wants to come. But I don't think... I, I mean, if we're not signing Willian because he'd be on the left wing, yes, sans Zaha. But then we really do need some ball retainers because Pepe and Zaha and Aubameyang up front in a free. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Execution the turnovers yeah. will be nuts. So Absolutely. My, I think it would be bench Pepe and look to sell him, obviously, mm. and then play Zaha. But yeah, so I, I just think we've missed the boat with Zaha. We shouldn't be buying him, and we should be looking elsewhere. Boy, it's, it's it's tough. I feel like for you guys, you've had a promising year under Arteta, but these next moves you make, they need to hit, and they yep. need to hit at like an eighty percent rate for yep. its peak. Um, and then I guess the final question here is from Alfie Spurgeon. Um, what is the top four going to be when next season is finished? So, um, yeah, between the three of us, let's uh, put together our, our top four. So I think Chelsea, no, sorry, Liverpool City, definitely. No, um, of do you think Chelsea are nailed on? No, why? No, not? I don't think they're nailed on. The two they saw out of the defense are not nailed on for sure. Mm. And the keeper, the whole keeper situation as well, bro. They gotta sort that out as well. Um, mm. Another season, obviously. Well, Kepa. Well, 
and we need to see whether they can get rid of these. You know what? I think there's going to be a really silly season coming because a lot of clubs want to get rid of a lot of players, and we're going to see some slash prices, and we're just going to see clubs just doing weird deals, bro. Um, in this climate, but anyways, um, yeah, I don't think Chelsea are nailed on because of the defense and the keeper. Um, I would say, I'll say United if they get central. And why do you think United with Sancho? What do you think he, he adds? I think he adds um, quality um, and some execution to the, so to like, the well, final. Turning some of those draws into wins, yeah? Exactly. Um, making that right decision, some peak cutbacks as well. Um, and then I feel like the likes of Rashford and uh, Martial. Um, they'll benefit from him being there because then some of the creative um, burden is taken off them. And I don't think neither of them are great creative players. I think Central is a very, very good creative player. So um, I think he can take them, um, hopefully, to um, the top four, only for his um, perspective, not United. But um, who else? Spurs. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> I know you love Jose. You know what? Um, the fourth one is such a... It's, that fourth spot is, is, is up for grabs, I think, man. Um, for now, I'll just say Chelsea. For now, I'll just say Chelsea. No, nah, you're not. Not Chelsea. Arsenal. Hey, hey come on. Don't chat <laughs> Yeah. There he is. There you are, Leroy. Uh, you know what? I, I think Man United is nailed on. I think Man United is nailed on. I Why? Feel like because I feel like even with the addition of Bruno alone and the firepower you have up top, I just, I just think that you're going to build on this strong end to the season. You've had mm. Martial with another year and he's stepped up. He what are your thoughts on, what's your thoughts on Tony? We spoke about him at the start of the season. He, you're you're he pretty hungry. You're, you're on the bear market. I was in the bull market. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Has he changed your mind this season? Um, mm. Is it kind of like, meh? Yeah, what are your thoughts? He's he's but I need to see it over a longer period, man. I'm still not convinced. Marshall's got all the ability in the world, but he's very up and down. So let, let me look at him for a longer period. Um, but he's I got, agree, Talent. He's got the talent. Like, clearly, clear as day. But I, at the moment, what I've been most impressed by, he looks hungry and he's got that in his gut. And that's what I need to see. If you're hungry, it's been the issue. Yeah, he looked like he was running with with possessed, bro. Yeah, he's been he, in he the. Look, he looks, he looks different still. Even on the Europa League, I know we don't really acknowledge that competition. Um, in our game on Wednesday, was it? Uh, Lask, we were playing, and it was one-one for ages. And apparently, he was just at to only. I can see spaces. Bring me on! I promise you, I'll score a goal. Scored. <laughs> A horrible finish, one of his worst, and he missed another good chance on his left foot, which is kind of showing he's a pretty proficient left foot finisher, to be honest with you. And it was just that that hunger, like you say, Leroy, just that hunger to get out there and score goals. And it's now when he doesn't score, he just looks pissed. Yeah, he looks vexed when he doesn't score. That's what you need to see. So I feel like with that, him having an extra year and kicking on, Rashford obviously having this year and kicking on. You've got Bruno now in the mix. Obviously, there's there's mixed opinions about Bruno, but obviously. He's another functional player that you've got there. Um, Pogba, you can still get in your 50-50s, but at least the 50%. 60-40s, 60-40s, come on, man. Uh, we turn them 50-50s into 60-40s. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and then obviously Greenwood with another year of development as well. Uh, 
if you bring in Sancho as well to add in the depth and add in the mix, to yeah, he's nailed on, nailed on top four. I think I'd expect you to be close to the top two this um, this year. Is that close? Is that with Sancho or even if we don't get Sancho? Even if you don't get him, but I think you'll probably still get him. So I expect you to be closer. Mm, yeah, and who would be your your pick for fourth? I'd still pick Chelsea for fourth, but it's not nailed on. Who do you think will be their biggest challengers? Mm, it'll be Spurs if they can. Yeah, because the thing is, I think Jose Mourinho's actually forget Spurs; they're going to explode. Jose Mourinho's going to explode. So, hmm. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. How long it'll, are you giving him until? It'll probably I don't know. It'll probably by Christmas. He'll be fighting everybody and it'll be done. It'll be done. Yeah, when they, when they don't let himself in Dombele this, this, this uh, summer, that would be the first strike. Yeah, you know what? It's, when they don't bring him takes, anyone it in. It just takes the transfer window. That's what it is with Mourinho. He just, he just needs a transfer window when he don't get what he wants or when he starts, you know... And then he starts throwing shade. Starts throwing shade. Dropping small messages out in the press, you know. Uh, Mourinho's the best. We love that Certain teams are signing centre-backs from relegated eye. teams for 43 million. What do I, I have? Uh, Davinson Sanchez. I have Davinson Sanchez. He's a good lad. This is not about Davinson. I love Davinson. <laughs> Davinson knows I love him. But this is, it's just, you, you ask me, you compare my team to these people's team. You cannot. Manchester United signed Sancho. Yes, he's had three. 120 million. I don't have yeah. it. I don't have he's, had, he's had two, three good years in Germany. I don't, I don't have that. Yeah. You, compare me, you compare me to these I, teams. I have Lamella, who's a great guy. But Lamella is not central. <laughs> Luca, <laughs> Luca, Luca, Lucas is not Neymar. <laughs> no, you don't. And uh, goes to Harry Kane. 300 million to spend on players. I don't have it. You know, we do, so, we do yeah, what we can. I, I think they're going to explode. It's probably going to be because I actually expect it depends on what Chelsea do in the transfer window, really. If they, because they've really strengthened their attack. So I think they're going to get a lot of goals. They're still going to get a lot of goals. But that defense, bro. If they, if they saw the prior, defense, would you prioritize defense over getting Havertz? Yeah, I prioritize defense and keeper over Havertz now. I feel they've got more than enough firepower now. A lot, of, a lot of, pardon me, a lot of attacking options. I mean, you have got guys like RLC, whatever he's got left in the tank. Uh, second season at this level for Mason Mount. Um, yeah, adding an eighty million pound man into that mix makes it very, very difficult to balance the playing time. So you're right; they should go to probably where they're weakest. Yeah, so, yeah, the thing is... Hey, you know, hey, I want to say a quick... Hey, you know what? Hey, Mount is good, you know. Sorry, this is a complete detour, yeah. but Mount is okay, really go good, on. man. When you, say really, when you say really good, how good are you saying? He's good, he's good. I, I, I feel like the sort of player he is, yeah, he's really, really useful because he does a lot of things to a very decent level and he's got a great engine and he's got a good technical base. So I think he's a very useful, versatile player. Yep, and he's young and he's only going to get better. Yeah. So what do you I hate to use this word, ceiling. Um Mount fulfills his full potential. Um what what's his level? Is he a key player in a title winning side? Uh, he's a he's a he's a cog. He's a cog player. He's a start in eleven. He's a guy who starts 30, 33, 34 games in the Premier League season. And um, a title winning not side. Not a player, but he's one of them that is important for them to start. If they if they miss him, it's not an absolute catastrophe. But he's one that when he's fit, he's going to start for Chelsea. Yes, yeah, not a bad career. At all, I, can see, I can see why Lampard plays him a lot. I can see why. He doesn't like you say he does a lot of things. And Pulisic is a yeah. bad man as well. And yeah, we, Pulisic has done really, really well. <laughs> 
Because they've been cussing him out. <laughs> like they said, hey, like they, 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 they praised, they, they praised using that transfer, you know. They praised Pulisic through gritted teeth because every praise of Pulisic is another nail in the coffin that Cho may be putting himself in, you know. It's he like is word. Yeah, because Z- ZH yeah. is there now. ZH is there. You're expecting ZH to hold down that right hand Bro, side. Hey, the competition is fierce at Chelsea right Oi, now. Over, uh, Cobham, it's, it's going to be tense. You might expect a few bust ups. Good luck. Good luck to Chelsea, bro. No, yeah, more, think, no more apartment madnesses, bro. I think we won't, we won't, we won't speak any more on that on, on, on this platform because <laughs> we support the brothers. But, um, done there, yeah, done there, done there. Um, I think it was a pod with Seb Seb was like, you know, he's um, um, Pulisic is injured, so maybe Cho has a chance. And then I was like, he scored. He's like, oh yeah, he scored. He's come back and he's done really, really well, man. He's done really, really well. And he's got he's got a lot of good attributes. He's quick, he can dribble, he has an eye for goal, which he didn't show at Dortmund at all. Um, decisive moments in games too. What he tried to do against Liverpool, madness. Mm-hmm. He came on as, like a man possessed against yeah. against uh, Liverpool. Honestly, yeah, honestly, he's been looking like a like a Shanta hazard. What he's been doing recently for Chelsea. Shout out Shanta Ronaldo, wherever he is Like a poor man's hazard, bro. Like, he's been doing his thing. And some of the goals that he scored, and you know what, it's his appetite for um, making runs into the box, yeah? It's peak, bro. It's peak. He actually is trying to get on the end of things. Like, he's he's moving like a forward. But the thing is, and this is the thing, like, with Pulisic, obviously, the Chelsea are a lot, weren't really too keen on him at the beginning, but, we a lot of us like me and Dems were saying how good he was from, from early because one thing you can't teach is someone who is hungry and who has an amazing mentality. And if you match up with any kind of talent, you're going somewhere. Now I'm not sure if it's just because of the American sports in him, but Pulisic, you could see he would he will not be denied. Like I think it's he, the American thing, you know. Well, if he's <laughs> really starting, he is working his tail off. When he comes in, he looks like he's just running. He's running. He's running. He's like, I've got to score. I've got to score. And he'll score. He'll make it happen. So it's the mentality of him. And, and with that, and he's got the ability and he's got the speed, he's got the athleticism, he's got the technical quality. There's no way he can't be a success. Listen, man, he's got the whole weight of that country on his back, man. Yeah. He's got, he's a pride of America. Ben, Ben's already the best ever player, bro. <laughs> when he got subbed, when he got subbed for his country because he wasn't playing well, when he's having a stinker at Chelsea, couldn't get in the team. But man was crying on the bench. He's like, I, and then from that day, he's like, I'm not. This, this is not happening to me. This ain't me. This is it's not, not going to be I'm my life, boy. Not me. I ain't going out like Freddie Adu, boy. Yeah, I, hear him. I, I respect it. I respect, and I respect it. it. I respect it highly. Um, so we settled on the top four. It was um, Liverpool, City, United, and Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a dark horse that's going to push Chelsea. Unless they... If Chelsea strengthen their defence, the top four are going to be miles ahead of everyone else. But, yeah, if Chelsea, if, if Chelsea manage to secure like, the players they need, like keeper and defender, then I'll say the top four is them lot. Uh, them lot. No, no Arsenal, no nothing. Do you think they can get away with right another now, season of Alonso at left-back? No, no, no. You can get away with that. Nah, he's finished. He's finished. He they'll finished, tar- but they'll I target get, him. I think you can get away with it. He'll get targeted every game. He'll get targeted every game. Fam, just move Aspie there, man. Just put Aspie there, bro. He's oh, you're starting to start reach James, yeah? Right. Huh? You heard me, you don't. Know <laughs> I feel like the connection's not working anymore. Huh? I would start reach James. I'll start reach James. We'll give him time, yeah? 
You got you got to blood him. You got to blood him, bro. He's got to play, and he's got to improve. You know, he's a big. He's a big you. Yeah, he needs, he, needs, he needs to get on a diet. He needs to get on a diet. He needs to trim down. I don't think he's agile enough. Um, he, he needs to have a look at playing. Keto and low carb and stuff. Cause... Yeah, seriously, because I think he's too heavy. <laughs> he's too stiff. I think he's too stiff. Um, you know, I feel yeah. like fullbacks in today's game, <laughs> you need to be quite wiry or like really agile and fluid. So the guys that are coming up against you, bro, what are you going to do against, uh, obviously, this is again, top of the spectrum, the agility that Neymar's going to hit you with. Do you see what Alfonso well, David did? These are the top, top attackers who mm. you make your reputation against, you know? You've got to keep up with Salah. Salah and Mane doing a madness. Bro, like, even look at men like, um, see Kyle Walker, like, physically, unbelievable, bro. That survived so much as well, bro. Cool, man. Um, yeah. Good to have you both on. It was a pleasure. Appreciate it. Uh, Leroy, stay safe. Oh, shit. My headphones, Dad. It's fine. We can still Technical hear you, bro. Difficulty? Uh, we can still hear you, bro. Uh, Leroy, it was a pleasure, bro. Uh, keep doing your thing on Touchy Gunas. Um, appreciate you. Dems, always a pleasure. Um, hopefully, next time we can meet in uh, better circumstances. But, I mean, you got your league title, so I feel like you're happy. That's probably more than I'm you happy. I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. It's, like, it's more than I expected. I didn't expect nothing in the city tie. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's whatever, man. Cool, man. So with that, um, lads, stay safe and I'll see you next time. Ah, right, man, cheers. ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network.